You're listening to the No Name Photo Show. It's not spouse approved. It may or may not be safe for work. We'll see. And now here's your host, Brian Matias, and me, Sharky James. So, Brian, here we are again, episode five. We have quintupled our episode output. You're seriously going to do that every episode, aren't you? No, I told you in episode four. <laughs> I'm going to do it for as long as I know what if there is a word for it. So to kind of kick things off, let's talk about what this episode's about. We're going to be talking about why we just can't have nice things in the photography industry. How people who, for one reason or another, just uh, end up ruining it for the rest of us. And then this past Tuesday, I think you might have heard of a small little announcement by a little little company, a little company called Apple. Little company. Small company new phones and whatnot and uh, new phones with new cameras and let's talk about that stuff how about it sounds like a good idea uh here's what i want to get your thoughts and i know you've got thoughts on this and this is just one example of uh, several a few weeks ago some kids some under like uh under 18 so like minors they go into uh they're looking for iron ore oh my god (laughs) oh my god sharky please that's your joke that's your dad (laughs) that's my dad joke done go ahead done so they go into the Columbia River Gorge in Oregon, and they start lighting fireworks, and they were throwing them off of a cliff. And to this day, it's the 15th of September. I think it's been going on for almost two weeks now. There have been raging wildfires. They started a huge fire, which has endangered and destroyed a lot of really beautiful areas in the gorge. And it's just one of those things. Now, these these kids weren't photographers, although one of them was recording with their phone, I think, just like these little kind of stupid pranks. Is this where the term gorgeous comes from? The gorge is gorgeous. All right, maybe not. Go ahead. No, I, I think it's actually from Ithaca. Dad joke number two. Proceed. You're really? Yeah. So anyway, I want to get your thoughts on this because... For, I know for me, I just moved from Portland here to Nebraska. And so the Columbia River Gorge holds a very special place in my heart as a landscape photographer. You know, what do you think about these people? These, you know, in this case, these are kids who I don't know if they're going to be tried as adults. I hope they are. You know, things like that. You remember that photographer from a couple of years ago who flew his drone and it crashed into the Grand Prismatic in Yellowstone, which I think led to the banning of drones in all national parks in the U.S. Like, what do you think about that? We've covered this a lot on my show, the Petapixel Photography Podcast. There, So many people do these stupid things because they sound like a good idea at the time. And there was something recently, I can't remember, it might have been the Grand Prismatic Spring. A group of tourists were walking out there with their kids and everything. And this was these, you know, like hot springs. And someone like a, a couple years ago fell into one and was dissolved. Within a day, his body was dissolved. There's a reason why they tell you to keep away from these things. Not only are they A, dangerous, but B, they want to preserve them, of course, just because we have to preserve natural resources and things of beauty. Forget on top of that, that photographers, and I would also include tourists and other people that want to take pictures of this beauty that's out there in these national parks or wherever, those things, once they're ruined, they're ruined. They're gone. And and I think that's the thing is like these photographers, not photographers, even tourists, it's it's not so much that they want to take a picture that they can preserve for themselves. It's more of this kind of like race to Instagram to be able to get, you know, a unique view. And it's, you know, you can take it the same thing of like the fad of like the rooftoppers, those people who would like climb to the tops of huge skyscrapers and do really dangerous like maneuvers to get photos, not because there's any artistic merit to it, not discounting it. But they want to. They want that kind of to get that that unprecedented shot. And some of them have died. So really famous ones, like ones that arguably were really good at this, died. And yet that doesn't stop anybody. 
Is it that they're trying to push the boundaries, the creative boundaries? Or I genuinely think, no, I think they're, and I did the one thing that I hate doing is where I ask a question that I answer, like I, I can't stand, but <laughs> the the whole thing is, I don't genuinely believe that they're trying to per- push creative boundaries. I think they're just doing it because they want to be able to get a shot that no one else has that will get a ton of likes, hopefully go viral. And usually when they do go viral, it's for the wrong reasons. As photographers, I think we have a responsibility, right? Absolutely. Listen, I I get it. You know, it tends to be a younger generation. This isn't bagging on millennials, but the younger you are, generally, the stupider you are. We would argue that we're still kind of stupid. You're figuring things out as you go. Things that yesterday sounded like a good idea, maybe not so much. But these kids, let's call them, they could be, you know, in twenties or whatever, grew up where they only know the internet. They Instagram and Facebook, but mostly Instagram, Snapchat, it's all about the glory. You know, it's all about getting those likes. And I don't know what they're expecting to get out of this. So fame, I mean, that's so fleeting. Oh, you're the guy that, you know, did that rooftoping photo. What did that get you? You made like maybe five hundred dollars or something in clicks. I don't know. I don't you risked your life for what? Just like there was um that Russian model, right? This was like maybe six or seven months ago in Dubai. She was at the, on a uh, top right. of a building yeah. and she was leaning, oh, leaning over the edge. And the only thing that was keeping her from certain death being like a thousand feet in the air was somebody just, you know, holding, holding on to her. And that's yeah, just right. that there's, I, how do you justify that being okay? So doing stupid <laughs> right. things as photographers, it's one thing if you're going to, you die. And so, okay, you know, aside from messing up the sidewalk below, what do you? What was your, what was your impact? Okay, poor choice of words there, right? What was your impact? But bump. But bump. Uh, but when it comes to like natural resources, you know, these kids were messing around. They thought it was a good idea to throw a smoke bomb or whatever, you know, in the gorge. And all of a sudden, now all these natural resources are gone. You know, and for for what? Like back in 2011, when I was a photojournalist, this is back in the in the White Mountains of eastern Arizona. uh, These brothers, they left their campsite and with the fire, you know, still kind of going, it wasn't completely out and their dogs were tied up. I think one or two of their dogs died, too. They set the entire forest on fire. It was the largest wildfire in recorded history of the state of Arizona. It was huge. It was an entire month of my life was covering that darn fire. And so all these natural resources are gone. Many areas that people photographed and it why you know why just people's right. carelessness can can end up ruining things for everyone else forever and then these forests it's never going to be the same it's going to be decades upon decades before these trees are back absolutely i mean you have right now it's you know fortunately i was so happy to see the firefighters were able to they stop the fire before it hit multnomah falls and multnomah falls the inn that is over there arguably probably the most famous area, the famous, most famous landmark along the Columbia River Gorge. But you still have all of these people who live in the area who are who are displaced. Plus, you have, uh, let's not forget uh, the smoke, all the smoke that drifted towards downtown Portland and beyond, well beyond. Uh, in fact, I saw uh, an article today. I didn't click on it, but I saw the headline and said that the smoke, the wildfires from the, the West Coast of the U.S. are actually hitting Europe. So personally, so I I really was incensed with this thing because uh, there's a point at which being a, a, a stupid, dumb kid, that argument goes out the window when you, you know, especially there was an, a, an article where one of the women, the eyewitnesses who saw the kids, because the police actually had the kids, they had the kids and then they let them go. She got the impression that they just didn't care, like, oh, whatever. These kids need to be, I want them named. I want them, I want their, their lives to be impacted. Um, materially. You know, I never understood this whole like, whoa, they're kids. You know what? Your kids ruined 
a, a significant chunk of the United States, a place where countless people, tourists, photographers go to create experiences for themselves. Your kids ruined it. And I want them until for, I don't know, until it's done every single weekend, they should have to go there and uh, do community service, work with the firefighters to uh, repair the trails. And when they become of legal age, their earnings should be garnished. The government should be able to recoup all the costs that these kids create. You know, to me, I get I'm getting like angry, like I'm getting warm. Well, it's just uh, such nonsense. I love that word nonsense. I don't know if it happened with this particular case, but people's homes get burned. People, you know, their their cabins or places that people enjoy going as a family every year. You know, this impacts people's lives all because they're being stupid. And, you know, but the photography aspect of this is now there's places that are gone that can't be photographed like they were before. But I also argue that there's also new opportunities to make art from that and to make something new. I appreciate the glasses half full kind of approach. I do. I really do. And and there are in some cases, but what I feel like that happens now is like, okay, some photographers are going to take their drone and fly it over to the fire, which invariably prevents the fire departments from being able to fly their own airplanes to drop water and stuff, which has happened in the past. It's something like, if you fly, we can't, is what they would say. Like It does. I mean, if anything, the smoke has created. I've seen photos from, from friends who live in the area, you know, creates this really kind of interesting kind of ominous lighting condition but still the the point is that it kills me that you know let's go back to that grand prismatic not even the guy who fell in um there were these canadian youtubers who actually i mean again at yellowstone i feel badly for yellowstone the the united states first national park these guys are like you know and if you're a YouTuber, you're like this Instagram photographer and everything, and you're con- it's like a drug where you constantly have to up the ante to get that exposure, to get the views and everything. So you do something where it's clearly marked, stay on the trail. And not you know these idiots these these idiots up there it was they had a stupid name too. It was like Sunday Fun Days High on Life or something like that. That was their YouTube channel. I don't know if they're yeah, still brilliant. doing things, but they charged them right. They charged them in in. Uh, yes. And was it Wyoming or something or Montana? One of the two. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is like, there is a certain, I don't know what it is where in how you were raised, where if you see a sign and then there's also a barrier and somewhere in your mind, it clicks, you know what? That doesn't apply to me. I don't care. This is for the good of my, for me, this is a totally selfish thing that I'm going to do, whether or not it could pose uh, fatal risks or really harmful risks to me, but more importantly, it can damage the ecology. No big deal. It's going to be worth the views. To me, that is, you are not a contributing member of society at that point. You are just a selfish person. You don't deserve the fame that you have. And so it's a different thing, kind of sharky, like what you were saying to a degree with like you're hanging off the side of a building, you fall. And <laughs> the worst thing that's impacted is the, uh, <laughs> the is concrete. The <laughs> but my point is, so like one time I was flying my drone at Panther Creek Falls in uh, Washington, and it's it's a kind of a state park area. Totally was flying. Everything was fine. And this guy, he wanted to kind of hike over this precipice, which was crazy dangerous. He's like, oh, he's like, can you... um I'm going to go over here. Can you take a photo with the drone of me over here? And I actually told him like, you know what, man, because he started doing it and it was super sketchy and it was, it would have been super, super easy for him to slip and fall. And when you fall, that's it game over. And so I, I told him like, you know what, man, it's not worth it. I'd rather just, I don't feel comfortable with this. So I flew the drone back and I parked it on the ground and I said, just don't, don't bother, man. 
And so he didn't. I mean, he didn't. Was he? Like, I got a question. Was he precipiced off or not? Sharky. No, that's number three Sharky. or four. Go ahead. That's three. That's three. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, let's let's keep track of the dad jokes. So anyway, that's kind of, you know, if we're going to do anything, if we're going to put a bow on this, let's say this is a public service announcement, just like next time you're out, obviously we don't want anyone to, to kind of hurt themselves or, or kill themselves or for the sake of getting a cool photo. But if you're going to do it, do it to yourself. Don't mess up the ecology for other photographers who are actually, you know, rule abiding and, and actually care for their surroundings and for other photographers and paying it forward. You know, just generally ask yourself, if I got caught, what kind of shame would I bring upon my name, my family, etc.? Uh, you know, are people going to be like, wow, this guy was a complete jerk for doing that? If the answer is yes, that's how people would describe you. It's the wrong thing to do, especially if there's a sign saying to not do this stuff. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. There, it's there for a reason. Don't mess things up for everyone else. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, once you do that, I mean, it's pretty much no coming back. Although, who knows? I mean, people have come back from crazy things. So, well, so and then sharky. the thing that wait, oh. hold on, before you even get that, the thing that kills me is that by taking this is an important point, I think, because I'm making it. No, just kidding. Because oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I apologize so profusely. No, but, but this is what always kills me is that when people shoot photos and videos at these places and them doing these things, you're actually documenting you breaking the rules and committing a crime. Yep. You can't possibly use this stuff without making you as the person that did it. Yep. So and why this, uh, it's so stupid? They don't. But this this is what you're dealing with. The kind of people that don't think of these things and don't think them through. You're not going to convince them otherwise. These are people that also they don't follow the rules of the road. You know, it says take one, they take seven. You know, these are the kind of these are these kind of people. You're just never going to convince them unless they get caught, go to jail, or otherwise get shamed in the newspaper or whatever. Nothing yeah. else will change how they feel. And teenagers especially, and I think more so these days because of the pressure of social media, et cetera, it's just, it's gotten worse, but you know, what can you do? I think that's to, to kind of wrap it up. I think the pressures of social media is a, is a really succinct way of putting it. And I, I think it's a very real thing. Um, things like that pressure of social media, FOMO, a fear of missing out, that kind of stuff, uh, keeping up with the Joneses and, um, it's a, it's a problem. And, and unfortunately it has some very material consequences. Let's um let's let's shift gears to something a little bit cheerier because, <laughs> like I said, I'm feel, I'm getting all angry. So on Tuesday, Apple announced a couple of new phones, actually three new phones. So what? Right. Tell us why we should no. care. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, uh, you know, our, I would say, and I could be um, shooting myself in the foot, but I would say, as far as the whole mobile photography space, Apple was the one that put it on the map. Um, they're yeah. not. I don't think they're necessarily the first. They're definitely not the first to put a cam to marry a camera with a phone. That's illegal in most in most states. <laughs> that was actually not bad. I like that one. <laughs> that was pretty. Hey, good. occasionally there's a gem. That was pretty good. Um, um, but yeah, so you have <laughs> you have um, this. Uh, they announced the iPhone eight, eight plus, and the iPhone ten. Not X. God forbid you say X. It was iPhone ten. What happened to nine? We'll and they well, no. Here's let me tell you what happened to nine. And well, this is just supposition, but they're trying to differentiate the lines. The the iPhone 10, iPhone X, and I think that's why they use the X. They did this back with Mac OS 10, OS X too. They went to Roman numeral instead. They're trying to differentiate. This is supposed to be the pro, more premium model. This is the one that goes for it. Starts at a thousand bucks versus the other ones start at like you know six or seven, eight hundred bucks. 
They right. to get people to pay more, you have to make them think this is better. This is not the nine. This is the ten. So therefore, you should give us a thousand bucks. So go ahead. I think it's I think it's more marketing where because it's the ten year anniversary of since the iPhone was announced. Okay, that, so there's that. I think that's a big thing. A you happy know, coincidence, perhaps. It well, I think it, they see this iPhone. If you look at the past few models, the the iteration from generation to generation is um, more evolutionary, and I think they see this as a revolution. So it's worth giving it a kind of double digit milestone that ma- that does kind of coincide with the ten year anniversary. But ignoring that, the thing that I'm interested in because Apple, it was I don't know now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if this was planned, but the timing is really good because this week, in addition to the a- Apple announcements. They also, and I'm looking at the article in Petapixel where this big news that Time, you know, Time Mag, you've heard of Time Magazine, right? I think so. Perhaps. Think some of, yes, of course. A, Who hasn't? Maybe yeah, kids, maybe kids, maybe kids these days. Listen, for, for those that are maybe like under 25 or so, a magazine is <laughs> a publication on dead trees. Yes, with pictures <laughs> and words. <laughs> Nothing moves. You can't click it. You can't right. like There's, it, but no matter how much you double tap page 11, nothing's happening. Right. <laughs> and so um, they announced uh, this photographer, this Brazilian photographer. Her name is uh, Luisa Dur. And then it's like the O has a umlaut, like the two dots. So it's like, I think it's Dur. But uh, it she, could be. I don't know. I don't know either. But basically, they featured 46 portraits and 12 cover photos using an iPhone. So, mind you, not using a mobile phone using an iPhone. Uh, and if you look, there's Oprah Winfrey, there's Hillary Clinton. There's some huge, like very notable names. There's um, Nikki Haley. There was uh, who, uh, Danica Patrick. This was an important project. This was called Firsts. And it was women who were the first in the industry. Like Oprah Winfrey was the first woman to, not, not even just the first African-American woman, the first woman to create and produce her own talk show. Yep. And uh, and so you know, I think Ellen DeGeneres was in there. <laughs> the, the thing that, that is important, I think, is that the iPhone was used. And what's interesting is that I sometimes I think that the technology almost takes the limelight of the actual shoot. So it's is it the fact that it's these notable women first or is the fact that the photos were taken with an iPhone on a major publication? That's a whole separate topic and an interesting one at that. What do you think, Sharky, about these new iPhones, these these cameras? Like, you ever see yourself just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going on vacation. I'm just leaving the cameras behind. I'm taking my iPhone and a and a Mophie battery. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's like Chase Jarvis says, right? The best camera is the one you have with you, and sure. so it's the one we shoot with. I would say, arguably, the most in our lives. You know, if if your little child does something, you're not going to go grab your 5D Mark IV or whatever. You've got your iPhone or, or your Android device. You know, I've been an iPhone user since I think the first one I got was the iPhone 3. 3G. It was nice, right? You couldn't copy and paste back then and and none of that right. stuff. But and the camera right. the camera was a little bit crazy, but things have come a long way. My daughter, she's 18, she's got we got her the iPhone uh 7 Plus yep. for her birthday. And it takes amazing photos. It's a great camera in there and it does the whole, you know, portrait mode, uh, the fake bokeh and everything. But yeah. these new phones, I was excited when they first came out. I've got the 6 Plus, not the 6S Plus, the 6 Plus. So this October, I'll have had it for three years. I was going to upgrade to the 7 last year. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Apple trains you to get on this two-year cycle. 
where they try to entice you into keeping your 30 or 40 bucks a month that you're paying just for your phone going. So they come out with these little iterations. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. It's a little slow, but it's doing fine enough you know, to get it done, right? And sure. so here we are now a year later, and I was l- looking forward to the iPhone, whatever it was going to be. We were thinking it was the iPhone 8. We didn't know there was going to be this iPhone X till not too long ago, or iPhone 10. And it's kind of like a big so what and whatever. It's nice. It's an iterative update. Think I don't so? think it's I don't think it's so great. Like you know who Robert Scoble is, right? Are you friends sure, with him? He's a sure. friend of mine. He was referring to it as this announcement as the big bang. This is gonna be where virtual reality and especially augmented reality really comes in into its own. It's gonna be amazing. And it was kind of like a wah wah. He calls it the big meh now because it wasn't as great as it could be. I think the cameras are nice. I think the camera tech, you know, this is why people are listening to the show because we talk about photography. It's it would be the iPhone you would want to get. I think, right? You don't want to get well, an older model. If you're if you're interested in the camera tech, you would buy the latest iPhone and you'd be happy with it. But if you're looking for something that's amazing over the last iPhone, I don't think it really has come that far. What's so great about the new iPhone? No, I think I think what you just said is totally fair. Uh, and I was listening to it. I'm like, you know what? Really good points because it is the the phone itself. You can argue for Apple might be revolutionary because it's it, they dished the, the home button, which you know anytime you see any sort of um, little icon of a mobile phone, it's almost always like a, a vertical rectangle with a little circle at the bottom because Apple really um, you know they they created that the zeitgeist of yeah. in mobile with a home button. So that's gone now, and you know Face ID. You can argue whatever for or against it. I really don't care. Um, for me, I'm interested in the screen and, and now all these people are, are freaking out about that little kind of like the notch, <laughs> the notch with the little ears. It's a um, hard notch life for us. <laughs> no, it's really, it's true. If you look at it, there's, if you're going to be watching videos on YouTube or whatever, or looking at your photos, you've got that notch that on the left side, the top part where they've got the little camera and sensors and everything for the unlocking feature using your, you know, your face. Yeah, but the by default though, when you if you watch a video and you go landscape, I believe the default behavior is that it goes just under the notch. Uh, and you can double tap it and it'll take the full screen where you get those ears and stuff. But I'm a positive that it by default it goes to the notch and then so kind of like has a little bit. It, there is a certain quality of immersion that you get when you do open it, even with the notch. Um, now it's going to be an interesting challenge to iOS developers to figure out ways to maneuver around it. There was actually this guy. I saw a really interesting quick video on Twitter. This developer, it was like uh, the the phone was sideways, and uh, along the left, it was like a, a phone book thing. And basically, as you swipe up and down, the names would would kind of go around the notch. So it kind of like curved around. Like imagine water flowing, and there's a rock, and the water flows around the rock. But forget that. Let's go to the cameras. The thing for me, I have the Seven Plus. Same thing as your daughter, dual cameras. You know, you have the, um, what is it? The 20, I think the wide angle is 24 uh, uh, millimeters equivalent at 35 millimeters. And then the, it doubles to um, 48, I think is what the focal length. Sorry, I, I, if, if I'm wrong, don't, don't burn our house down. But I always lamented was that, and this is typical Apple. They, they kind of, they always seem like they go just to the finish line and then stop. They, in the 7 Plus, they introduced these two lenses, 
And the wide angle one had optical image stabilization, but the telephoto did not. So if you switched to the telephoto and you did any form of video um, or low light photography with that, forget it. It's over. It just looks like like junk. Which is what you want when you're zoomed in more. Exactly. You see, you see more. You see more <laughs> shake and everything. You're, you know, just if, if, test it out. If you have a wide <laughs> angle lens on your regular camera or phone or whatever you're good to go but once you zoom in everything is magnified so that exactly. should have had it uh, exactly so here with the with the iPhone 10 they are adding dual optical image stabilization um you know the two little gyroscopes on the lenses that's all well and good um and then but the thing is for the past i don't know how many generations four maybe it's been the same megapixel count 12 megapixels on and now it's 12 megapixels on both because each lens has its own camera sensor. Which I don't really care about. Sorry to interrupt. We do that no. here on the show, on the No Name Photo Show. But <laughs> it's our thing. It's our signature. I don't care if they're more megapixels so long as they're good megapixels. When I was a photojournalist, I was, right. you know, I was using the D700 and it was like 12.1 megapixels. I didn't need or want more megapixels because for me, you know, it was just going to be, you know, we call it printed on on uh, toilet paper, basically like tissue paper, the newspaper, right? It, I, we didn't need huge amount of resolution. I want better pixels. I want pixels that are going to be able to soak up more light. I want more Agreed. light gathering power, which means you can have a faster shutter speed. So you can have less blur. Same thing in your phone. I don't really care if it's like a 24 or 30 or whatever megapixel. People say they might want more megapixels on their smartphone, but they really don't because then their phone fills up. Yep. Oh, and, and it, you know, it's more, uh, susceptible to noise and, and all the, all the things that come with, a. a cramming millions of pixels into a sensor the size of like less than a, a, a fingernail the thing about it is the sensors are the same the 12 megapixels but if you look and it's the same thing from 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 keynote to keynote uh phil schiller who's their director of marketing who always announces the actual new phones talks about these deep pixels oh they're new deeper pixels and i was sitting watching the event with nicole and she's like what are deeper pixels i'm like you know i'm not sure but you know it's all in the name of getting the the, the cleanest, uh, crispest photo, you know, reducing noise, especially in the blue channels. And so, yes, you have like Samsung, you have um, the, uh, what's that? The essential phone. So you have these, all these phone companies, manufacturers who are kind of, they're all racing now. The, the new hot thing of 2017 and arguably the latter part of 2016 has been removing or reducing the bezel, the chin, the forehead of a, of a phone so that the display is like to the edge. And Samsung started that whole trend. But Apple, they seem to have this, I don't know what, but they don't focus on the hardware per se. I mean, the aperture of the telephoto lens in the iPhone 10 is now slightly wider than even the iPhone 8 Plus. It's like 2.7 versus 2.8. I think it's 2.4. 2.4. Is it 2.4? I think so. Um, it is. You're, you're correct, Sharky. It's 2.4 aperture. I don't know. For me, I truly enjoy what Apple has done with mobile photography. And the reason why I say Apple here, not Samsung, not Google, um, not LG, is because I'm an ambassador for Zeiss um, lenses. And they partnered about two years ago with um, Fellows to make what's called the Exolens. And it's, you know, how there are these um, external lenses for made for cameras. And so I work with them because the um, ExoLens makes the bracket and the actual lenses, but they're, they're, they're partnered with Zeiss. They look like little baby bodice lenses. And I always would ask the marketing uh, director, I'm like, so are you going to be making this for any Android phones? 
And she said, no, because whereas with Apple, it's, it's Apple, it's iPhone. Now there are three different mo- modes. There's the eight, uh, eight plus and the 10 before it was just the seven and seven plus it was, whereas with Samsung and, and, and LG, they have all these different phones and it's like really hard to manufacture for them. Uh, plus when was it Sharky you ever cover that in Petapixel? Um, like how Flickr is the number one camera is the iPhone on Flickr. Yeah, we've covered that before. It's by a long shot. It's the iPhone, right? right? So and it just makes sense because there's a lot of them out there. Exactly. So if you're a manufacturer, Sharky, and you only you have a, a finite budget, you have finite R and D time. You have you're going to want to make the most bang for your buck. You're going to. I mean, the data is there. The numbers are there. I don't know. I'm. It's a. It's a thousand dollars just for the the entry level sixty four gig. You know, it's eleven hundred for the two fifty six plus another two hundred if you want Apple Care, which I always I just get because I'm paranoid. So you, pot committed, you're what's the math? Thirteen hundred dollars, right? Yeah, carry the one. A lot, a lot uh, for a phone that in a year is going to be obsolete. Not ob- uh, that's a wrong choice of words. It's going to be already. You know, there's be some the, the the new hotness will be there. <laughs> Definitely. I'm just going to say that I'm excited for it. I am going to get the iPhone ten um, and. I am looking forward to seeing what it can do for for photography. I think they're going to be great. They're only going to get better. That new lighting portrait mode sounds great. I mean, you don't apply it after the fact. You swipe through and you see it right there on your subject, which is pretty darn amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, that I was going I forgot about that. But I'm very excited for that too. It's pretty cool. Um, and and having the portrait mode on the front facing camera I think is pretty cool as well. So Sharky, let's do um, let's do a. What, I always forget the name of the segment. What's on my shelf? You want to know what's, what's on my shelf? I do. I, I do. <laughs> Genuinely do. What's on my shelf? And if you're watching the video, you can see it. But otherwise, just imagine something round and sticky. It is gaffer oh, tape. Man. You can't call yourself a photographer if you don't have gaffer tape, in my opinion. And that's you know tongue in cheek, but everyone needs to have some. Okay, so basically, it's like a fabric cloth tape, and it's not like duct tape. It's not heavy-handed like that, where if you put duct tape on something, it, it's, it's when you peel it off, it's, it's just disgusting. So yeah. if you put uh, gaffer tape on something, and you peel it off, and there's residue, what gets rid of that? More gaffer tape. You just use some gaffer tape and stick around, and, and it comes off. So it's not super expensive, but it's more expensive than your other types of tape. And you're going to use it in so many darn ways. I love that you selected gaffer tape. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> you, got, you got it, right? You got it. So yeah, you have to as a photographer. So, you know, photographers will tape over where it says Nikon or Canon or Sony or whatever. I don't know why we just do it. The thinking is, is someone will be like, oh, can, I don't know what kind of camera that is. I'm not going to steal it. But if, it, if you have a ginormous like a Nikon D5 or something with a grip, it doesn't matter if you have gaffer tape on Canon or Nikon or Sony or whatever. Someone's going to, you know, be like, oh, that looks like an expensive camera. Actually, I've known I've known photographers who put the the, the tape, they t- tape the name of the manufacturer because, and I'm not joking, they don't want to advertise, meaning not advertise like, hey, big expensive camera. They don't want to advertise for Canon or for Sony. They don't want to, if they see it as they should, if they're going to do that, they should be paid, which is insane. <laughs> But it's it's a little they, bit little bit militant. Yeah, good word. Totally mil- <laughs> like easy guy, easy like, like <laughs> calm, calm down. But yeah. um anyways, you already paid them for the camera. <laughs> That's true. They should be paying me now for my 18 followers that are going to see this. 
But, you know, you're going to use gaffer tape. I used to always have gaffer tape on all my flashes. You know, there's a lot of surfaces on there. If you want to make sure, if you want to preserve the retail value of your lens or whatever, put some gaffer tape on it or get like a lens coat, you know, that neoprene kind of stuff. But um, gaffer tape has so many darn uses. You know, you can uh, tape down cords, you can tape cords so you know, that you're not putting stress on it, or you can get one of those like tether tools like jerk stopper. But you know, like it has so many darn uses. There literally are gaffers. That's a, you know, a job and gaffer tape is what they use. They usually have it like on a, on like a D ring and uh, have it on their belt. But uh, the brand that I use, and I'm not being paid by them. I know people think we're, every single mention is somehow a paid ad. We don't have any ads on the show. Not yet. And uh, so gafferpower.com great people. They're the number one seller of gaffer tape on Amazon. So gafferpower.com. It's funny that comes in these packages and has a URL gafferpower.com slash 40 and you get 40% off, which is an amazing deal. I don't know if they still have that or not. I went to their URL and it was kind of like with some broken links there. Maybe it was just a graphic. There's also gafferpower.com slash 25 for 25% off. Try that. So try 40, then try 25. If that doesn't work, I think if you sign up for their email list, you get like 15% off your first order or something. But it's great. Get it in black. Everyone should have it in black. Put it on your flashes. Uh, just have some with you because you never know when you're going to need a little bit of tape. It's got, There's also these little micro ones too. So this you know one inch tape. So it comes in one inch, two inch, three inch, I think four inch. Get yourself some of the micro gaffer tape, the one inch kind. Get yourself some two inch and you're probably going to be good to go. So anyway, think, that's my pick. World has, yeah, I think the world has heard enough about tape for <laughs> the ahead. entire lifetime. <laughs> my ahead. turn. My turn. So uh, for me, I uh, invariably when I'm on a shoot, whether it's like a tripod leg or or one of my um, L brackets or something, something gets loose. And so rather than carry a whole kind of kit of different tools, I have this thing. It's the Really Right Stuff multi-tool. I've had this thing, I don't know how many years now. It it has been through the ringer. Um, and basically what it is, it's a handle uh, with a kind of a notch in there. And then if, if you unscrew the, there's a, a cap at the bottom. If you unscrew it, uh, there's this kind of center column that has a bunch of different bits um, that you, you know, flathead, Phillips, different kind of uh what trucky what's the you remember you told me you got those um screws with the, the square ones what is that is that like an allen like hex you know, like a hex, hex kind of hex <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it has different hex bits and it also has this um an allen key like this it, this is a kind of the more standard size allen key that most things are sized for like all well, the peak design uh plates and stuff use that so well, i think allen um, key and a hex key are basically the same thing <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> so, what? So, it's just funny, but I don't want to derail because <laughs> people are going to get upset. But that you have this, um, it's a really right stuff. Multi-tool. It's like 50 bucks and comes with a bunch of different bits. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. This thing goes with me absolutely in every shoot. It's just one of those things where like you fill it with the kind of bits that you need. So definitely Phillips flathead and different kind of Allen bits. And then, you know, when you need it, you just pop it out. It's small. I've traveled on airplanes with this. Never an issue. And carry on, not just checked, but carry on. So uh, I think, yeah, I think it's 50 bucks and it's a really right stuff.com. Uh, I use their tripods religiously, not paid by them. Not, we're not sponsored by them. Just not only not paid by them, you have paid them thousands of dollars buying their every, stuff. <laughs> I do not. Have, yes, I have for every single thing that has the word really right stuff. I have paid money for, which I am you know, proud of because they're, they make it everything in the U S they're based in, um, St. Louis, St. Louis Obispo, California. Um, Sharky, great episode, man. 
If we say so ourselves. If we say so ourselves, <laughs> exactly. And we do. Um, and we do. And you know what? I, I'm happy. So uh, for everyone listening, please head over to nonamephotoshow.com for uh, all of our episodes. You can subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, anywhere. Basically, they have a podcast catcher. Is that what they're called, Sharky? Podcatchers, yeah. Podcatchers. And uh, we'll be you know, adding some show notes with links to the things that we've discussed. Um, but uh, Sharky, you have any last words? I don't plan on dying anytime soon, but no, let's just, <laughs> I, till we see you next episode, I guess, next right? Next episode. Tuesday. So, all right. So let's do our clap, our send out clap. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Ready? All right. One, two. I love you, Shark. Love you too, brother. Thanks so much for listening to the No Name Photo Show. Sharky and I would be thrilled if you would subscribe in whatever podcast app you're using and tell a friend. So how about we do this again next episode? Yeah, let's do that.